Hello, folks, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Minnesota Twins Chat. I'm your host, Trey Larson. Some of you that have known me, I've done a, f- a couple other Twins podcasts in the past, but I'm trying something different this time. And uh, so I'd like to welcome you to the first episode. And joining me tonight will be the primary co-host of the show. He's my dad. His name is Craig Larson. How's it going tonight? Real good, Troy. We're back to baseball. Yes, we are back to baseball. Um, we're going to try to pack as much as we can here in these next 30 minutes or so, maybe a little longer, give or take. We'll see. But first of all, I think I think we should kind of briefly, briefly touch on the Twins offseason. There was certainly some drama with uh, Carlos Correa signing. And... Uh, the thing that stood about stood out about me was two teams for San Francisco Giants and the New York Mets. We fought that they had a deal, and then they called the deal off because of some medical concerns regarding his surgically repaired right ankle from back in 2014. What is your what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, you hear different things about it with the Giants and the Mets, both of them. Obviously, the guy who owns the Mets worth a, worth a ton of money. But wasn't there some some uh, rumors out that some of the other ownership of the group of the Giants, when they started looking at the money involved, that they just they were not too in favor of this deal? Do you remember hearing anything about that? I do recall hearing something about that. And what what I wonder is because both both initial deals that we thought they had. Kind of have the same tone to it, you know. They thought they had a deal, and then some medical then some medical reports came out saying, "Nope, not going to work." And but yes, but I also heard too that there were rumors, but especially with Giants, but they had some financial concerns regarding the deal. I think that's true too, and plus the fact you know they are, they already have a shortstop, as did the Mets too. Yeah, that was was kind of surprised about the whole thing. Above a giant shortstop, um, Brandon Crawford, uh, I believe that's. Yeah, he's a veteran shortstop. Right. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe they had a plan in place if they had signed Correa, but maybe Crawford would be doing, you know, more DH or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, and you know the Mets they have Lindor, right? Francisco Lindor, and that would have for sure involved Correa. No, Lindor probably moving to third base, I believe. You think it was Lindor? I thought, well, either one of them, one of them would have had to move. So, yeah, it just seems to me like it seemed kind of funny how that both things kind of ended up being the way that they were. And then the Twins are still interested in them. Obviously, the Twins have their doctors check him out, too. Yeah, and the other thing I wonder, because we know it's Correa's agent is Scott Bors. Right. I wonder if he did this to get more money out of the Twins. Huh. I don't know. Well, his deal with the Twins is what six years? It's, uh, it's, yeah, the first six. Yeah, it's gonna be initially six years to about two hundred million. But my understanding is that after the third year of increasing value of a contract, it does go down. And actually, if he, if he was to pick up those, uh, because it's, it can be up to ten years if he picks up those options. Then he, I, I believe he's if he if he's here for a whole ten years, it's two hundred seventy million. 
And I think for last year, my contract is only $10 million. So okay. after third year of a deal, it starts going down in value. But I think, you know, you know, the Twins are probably, you know, in, in some ways this deal is good for the Twins because, you know, the contract does go down after the third year. But still, you know, it, this is the biggest free agent uh, deal in Twins history. Right. Yep. I think you're right. Yep. I don't know. Six years is a long time. Ten years is a long time, especially when he's twenty, what nine years old this year. Yep. We'll see what happens. You hope it works out for the best, but it's um, kind of surprising the Twins would actually go, you know, dive that deep in on a guy who's that age. And I don't know if the thing with his ankle is a concern or not, but he never. I'm just looking here in the past. Well, last year he played in 136 games, and the year before 148. I'm with Houston. Before that, 2020, he played in 50, 58, 2019, 75, 2018, 110, 2000, that was 2018, 2017, 109, and you go back to 2016, then he paid 153, and then his first year he paid 99. So um, he's had a lot of years. Some years he hasn't played very much. No. The last couple of years he's played, you know, a reasonable amount of time, but you know, you, you're paying the guy that kind of, kind of money. You can't have him playing 110 to 120 games. It's too much. No, but you know, the other thing is, 220 is the exception because um, you know, they had yeah. all those restrictions and yeah, but didn't. But but you know, the thing is, is I I just hope that we don't see any major injuries from Korea in the next six years. But you know, nothing's guaranteed. No, it's not. You know, he's a good player. You know, is he is he worthy of that much money? We'll wait to see. He's got to pick up the pace, I'll tell you that. Yeah, you will have to pick up the pace. And, you know, I think a lot of people these days, they look at it like, okay, well, his value is what he's what they're willing to pay him. And yeah, well. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't know if he's worth $200 million, but that's what he's been given. No, we'll see. But I think that in order to be worthy of that kind of money. He's going to have to, you know, bat. I mean, last year he had 291, which is, I think it was 291, yeah, which is one of his higher batting averages he's ever had. So we'll see. And he's not, you know, he's not a big, big home run hitter. Nope, he's not a big home run hitter. I don't think he's necessarily been a, the biggest RBI person either. But no, he's got 92 one year in 2018, and then, um, 96 in 2016. Those are his two biggest years. He's got a year in the eight in the eighties too. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. You know, the, I guess you look at it this way. If had they not had him, obviously with the, they weren't comfortable having, uh, Kyle Farmer being their starting shortstop, you know, as it turns out, otherwise they would never have signed Correa. I don't think so, but so, so you just brought up one of the other players, but twins side, uh, twins got me off season. Um, they got Farmer in a Kyle Farmer in a trade from the Cincinnati Reds, and he he was their primary shortstop uh, for the Reds last year. And you know, who'd they give up for him? I don't remember. I believe it was a minor league pitcher. I can't tell you okay. offhand who it was, but but they traded. For a farmer, and and actually around the same time they lost Gio Urshela to oh, the Angels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, the, who, was one of the, who was actually one of the Twins' better players last year. Yes, and at around the same time, they got Farmer in a never trade, and huh. I, I don't know if they, you know, I don't know if you're thinking at the time was, but but I'm sure they were thinking, well, if we can't get Correa back, then we're gonna have to have another plan at shortstop, and it's not gonna be Royce Lewis this year because Royce Lewis re-injured his knee last year. While playing center field at Target Field. Yeah, if he plays, it won't be until late in the season. Yes, if he and, plays. You know, another thing regarding Farmer or Urshela, especially when Urshela had a really good year last year in the Twins. I mean, I I was very impressed with the guy. Farmer, let's see here. Um, last year in Cincinnati, what did he hit? I don't even see it here. i got to look real quick. He had 255 last year. He had 14 home runs and 78 RBIs, which isn't bad, but. Nope. Um, not bad. That's no better than what Urshela was last year either, though. And Urshela hit higher than that, too. Oh, yeah. So, and I don't think that the Twins, as far as Urshela, I don't think he's getting, he's not getting paid $10 million or anything, is he? Uh, He might have been close to that, though. Mm. I don't know. I, I can't, I don't recall for sure offhand, but, you know, Speak, so you talked about money, and uh, let's transition into another free agent signing, and I question the signing, Dad. Uh, Joey Gowell. Yeah, he, well, he, that's... He, so what do you think of, about that one? $11 million to a to a player, but only batted 160 last year. And struck out about... 40% of the time. Yeah. I mean, that will not cut it if he does that. I mean that the straight if if he had does that again this year the trade is an absolute bust. He's gonna have to pick up the pace. You cannot have a guy hit one sixty unless he hits fifty home runs. Well, it's well it's the uh, free agent signing. So um, well, uh, it was not a trade, but no, a free agent signing. I understand that. Uh, Eleven million dollars. You know, he. I don't know if his numbers are even as good as uh, Miguel Sano when he was doing his best. No, not even close. Gallo has hit some home runs on one team in 2021. He played in two different teams. I don't know which ones they were, but he um, did. Texas. Okay. And, oh, yeah, he was traded to the Yankees in 2021. He had 38 home runs, but once again, he struck out 213 times, and his batting average is 199. And the other big year he's had, he had... In 2018, he had 40 home runs with 92 RBIs, struck out 207 times, and batted 206. So, lifetime batting average of 199, that won't work. Not for that kind of money. Nope, that will not work. And well, my and, is, go ahead. And apparently, there were some other options we could have had that were comparable to Joey Gallo's power numbers. Yep. And... You, we we could have him for a lesser price. Yeah, I don't. I don't. We'll see. Maybe he'll work out. But what he's what he's been doing his past history will not justify paying him that much money. There's no way. I guess he had 41 home runs in 2017 too, with 80 RBIs. But once again, he struck out 198 times. So we'll see how that one works out, and you know what they have in mind for him as far as playing. Well, it seems as though. 
maybe in the outfield, maybe at first base once in a while. It's all dependent on a lot of guys as far as their injury history. Yeah, DH, you know. DH, DH would be another one. You can't have them striking out that much time, you know, 40, 45% of the time. It doesn't work. You know, I'll tell you what, a little later in this program, let's get into a little roster uh, project, uh, projections. Yep. And um, we'll figure out how this whole team is going to be uh, put together. But yeah. I don't. It, you know, when you, when you do that, you know, you can look at the thing starting right out with the pitching staff. you got a lot of guys you're counting on and hopefully it works out who are coming off injuries. Yeah, yeah, but for pitching. But pitching and catching, not so much. Um, infield, obviously Royce Lewis isn't going to be there. Now Miranda, what's his problem right now, his arm? Um, he has a short sh- shoulder, but why don't we touch on the two other key players we got this offseason and before we kind of go back to the roster. Michael A. Taylor, center fielder. Um, he's projected to be the fourth outfielder of all. He could easily, I think, that be your starting center fielder if Byron Buxton is injured. Well, if Buxton's injured or if he's not healthy enough to start the season, that's probably true. And right now he has not played in any spring, in any spring training games. No. And well, he's batted a couple times, hasn't he? I don't. I don't think so. I, I don't know if he's even played at all. I know. Okay. Uh, I know Jorge. I know Jorge Polanco's not even played. No, I know. I heard read one day in the paper that they're because of their knee things. They're holding him out for a little while yet. Obviously, they're veteran players, so they probably don't need a whole month to get ready anyway. So, but but they're gonna need a few weeks. True. Yep. But at the end, of, but uh, but the other interesting acquisition we got is Pablo Pablo Lopez. And we had to give up uh, Luis Arise in order to uh, get to Lopez, a starting pitcher from the Miami Marlins. And Lopez apparently has had some, some uh, shoulder issues in the past, if I'm not mistaken. And Yeah, I think that might be true. And... Uh, and you are letting go of the American League batting champ, champ. When you and um, I don't know that I personally not totally sold him a trade. Well, I guess he pitched pretty well last year, didn't he? For the most part, I'm just going to check out what he's done in the past. Um, lifetime, he's 28 and 31. He's 10 and 10 last year, which was his best year he's ever had. He's only like, what is he? 26 or seven years old or something like that. Yep, 20. Yep. Um, he had an ERA of three seven five last year. The year before that, he had a he was five and five. So he has not, you know, he pitched thirty two games last year, which is acceptable. But other than that, he's never pitched more than twenty one um, when he's on Miami. They say he's got a lot of potential. Well, after a while, hearing about potential gets a little old until unless they perform. So far in spring training, I think he just pitched the other day. He pitched three innings, I think, didn't he? Yesterday. Yep. Yeah, he pitched three innings yesterday. He gave up a run or two too, but. It's spring training, too, because a lot of times they're working on different pitches and stuff, too, and just seeing how they work out in game situations. But Yeah, because yeah, I know we have talked about, but he's added, added a pitch this year. Yeah. You know, if he wins 15 games, it's probably a good trade. If, um, if, if, he, if he wins, you know, somewhere between 5 and 10, probably not so much. No. And, and certainly if he's got shoulder issues, well, then not at all. So I don't know. You know, everybody seems to, there are some people who seem to be pretty excited about him. Well, you know, we'll see. 
during the course of the year how it works out. Yep, we'll see. And plus the fact, you know, Rise was obviously your best hitter last year, and um, probably I think he scored a lot of runs too. And you know, you're taking a big a big part of their offense away from you too. Yeah, you are. So anyway, um, let's look at for roster a little bit. And the way I see it, Dad, I think the roster is pretty much set. Well, for the most part, by not it's dependent too on guys who are coming off injuries if they're going to be ready to start the season. Um, just you know, don't don't start in the pitching staff. There's a lot of guys to discuss there. Obviously, I think they're okay in, at the catching position with uh, Jeffers and Vasquez as long as they're both healthy when they start the season. Oh yeah, Matt. Matt kind of brings up the fact we we actually uh, signed uh, Christian Vasquez yeah. as a free agent. Yeah, that that part is true, and I think. Does he have a reputation of being a pretty good catcher? <laughs> yes, yes, he has a reputation of being a pretty good catcher. He, he was a Boston for several years before it was traded to the Houston Astros at the training deadline. Okay. And then, and uh, another player we got this offseason is is Donovan Solano, a uh, utility infielder. Yeah. And he's he could almost he could probably be a starter on some teams. Yeah, uh, I think I just I checked here a little bit ago, and I think his. Uh, Lifetime career batting average is like 279. He's 35 years old. But he's had some years where, you know, it looks like he's done a pretty good job where he's hit, he's hit over 300 at least once. Yes. And, you know, he, he he's never batted 400 times either, but he's been around for a while. And in looking at what their positions he's played, I think he's a shortstop, third baseman, second baseman. So um, we'll see. But, you know, of course... Until you start doing the numbers, and if everybody's healthy, um, you got Nick. Go who are the other guys in contention? But probably Nick Gordon, Kyle Farmer, as far as the utility infield spot. Well, what they're, what they are, what they are predicting is that uh, Nick Gordon will probably play some in the outfield as well. Some but, it'll be, you know, some, there's so many ifs on the team right now because of guys who. Did not play a full season last year, coming off of injuries and not minor injuries either. We're one and one of the names that stands out is Alex Kirov. Yep, exactly. You know, and who would be whether the starting left fielder or you know one of the guys whose position whose position will be third first base. I'm sorry, and then maybe left field too, along with Gallo. That they project him maybe is playing some first base too, haven't they? Yeah, they have, and I think. Who's the third name I saw for first base? Is it possibly Farmer or not? Yep, yep. It's it's Kyle Farmer. Maybe some of uh, Donovan Serrano. Yep. I don't think. I, did Gordon play first base? And because he's hurt right now too, isn't he? Sprained his ankle. Yeah, uh, he has a high ankle sprain. But I think they're they are expecting him back in a couple weeks. But I don't know if they. they I thought they played him in first base in a little bit one of the preseason games this year, but. Don't see, I don't seem to recall that, but, but I know he has played some first in the past. Yeah. But not. I don't think it was in the major so much. Yeah, but you can't can't be platooning four different guys at first base either. Gets, you know, it looks, gets a little ridiculous after a while. No, you can't. But yeah, there's, there are certainly question marks with players coming off injuries. You just mentioned uh, Kirilov's name. Well, Kepler, I think, has been playing now in spring training. Yep, but Buxton, you know, with his knee thing, and I, I know there's some 
guys who probably wouldn't be on the team to show on the 40 man like Celestinos. He's hurt right now, too. Yep, he's hurt. I I think he has a leg injury. Yep, and I think it's more than just a little injury, too. And then you move into the infield. Well, I haven't seen Polanco this year yet. Jose Miranda, who I think they're projecting him as being the starting third baseman. Well, if he can't throw, that's not going to work. So then you might be looking at Farmer playing third. So there are a lot of what-ifs, and, you know, who knows? Maybe Trevor Larnica could make the team, you know. Maybe. You know, the roster on paper looks like it's pretty much set, but, you know, you just brought points that there are some what-ifs. Uh, what you know, yeah. what if this player can't recover fully from an injury, you know. I do think that if everybody's healthy, it, then the roster it isn't that hard, too hard to figure out maybe plus or minus a player or two who's going to be on the team to start this, when the season starts. But right now, we haven't seen a true picture of some of these guys coming off of injuries and if they're going to be ready or not. And speaking of injuries, the, uh, the uh, pitching staff has had to deal with some injuries last year. Yeah. And Let's just start on, the, on that. We didn't talk about that one yet, but of guys, well, Duran, Duran, he, he'll be on the team. He wasn't hurt last year, but Sonny Gray was hurt. He pit, he didn't pitch at the end of last year either, did he? Nope. Sonny Gray didn't pitch at the end of the year. Tyler Maui didn't pitch at the end of the year. Nope. Uh, Ken Tomeda is just will be coming back from Tommy John surgery this yep. year, so he didn't pitch at all last year. Nope. Akala didn't pitch at the end of last year. He didn't pitch already at all last year. Nope. But he has pitched in spring training this year, and I guess he's looked okay. Yeah, Jorge Okawa, he hasn't. I what was his injury last? I think it was. Uh, not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's his arm or not. I don't remember. I I think maybe a shoulder. I think oh. it was a shoulder issue. I don't. But uh, yeah, and you know, it's the same deal with the pitching staff. You know, this we touched on a few guys. Obviously, Chris Paddock. The twins, they re-signed him, you know, and he was, he had Tommy John, didn't he? Yep, he had Tommy John. Is he a Tommy, is that his second time? It is, isn't it? Yes, it's the second time with Tommy John, and they actually signed him to a four-year deal. Yeah, I, I know. I think when he pitched last year, he's okay, but he didn't pitch very much. No, and no, the, the thing about Pavic, Pavic is I don't think he really pitched that deep in the games. No, well, they probably wouldn't let him because of his past history. You know how that... With the Twins and Rocco, how long do those pitchers pitch anyway? If he gets three or four innings out of him, he seems to be happy. Yeah, I, I read an article, at least the headline that suggested Rocco was looking for more innings out of his starters. Well, hmm. we'll see what happens once yeah. the season starts. Another guy is Josh Winder. He was hurt last year, too. Yep, and there's some talk that he might be the lawn man out of, out of via bullpen. Okay. You so. know, if, obviously, if, if people are healthy once again, guys were coming off injuries... The starters, you know, picking five or six of them isn't too hard to do. And the, the bullpen, maybe minus, you know, plus or minus a guy or two. It's not that hard to pick either, but they've got to be healthy. The other guy is Bailey Ober. They've mentioned him about being the long guy too, haven't they? Um, they have, but he's not right now currently projected to be on the team. But mm. I suppose he could be, you know, if somebody gets injured. Yeah. And obviously the other the one guy who has pitched – Joe Ryan, who hasn't really been out for any extended period of time, he's another one of the starters. Um, you'd have him and um, the guy they traded for is Pablo Lopez and Kenta, Maeda, Mali. Who is the other? Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray and Ryan, I already mentioned him. Yep. So in the bullpen, you'd, 
probably have, I would my my thinking we would have Akala, Duran, Griffin Jacks. Yep. McGill's a possibility, but only if he can throw strikes to keep the ball yeah. away from the waist. Moran has been Giovanni Moran has been mentioned because he's a lefty. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, I think Moran will be in it. I think Caleb Fielbar will be in the bullpen. Yeah, well, he will be. Yeah. I, I, I believe Jorge Lopez will be. And uh, Wild Man, Amelia uh, Pagan. Yeah, well, that's he pitches like he did the other day a few more times. He gave up Grand Slam. He didn't pitch very well, and last year wasn't good. I, I don't know how many losses he had to Cleveland, but there were quite a few walk-off yeah. losses. We or At critical times, still. Yeah. You watch him pitch, and it looks like he's got good stuff, and you know, but he just hasn't you know, been able to be consistent at all in not throwing. He, he throws the ball right down the heart of the plate at the worst possible times. He walks guys, too. So we'll see. I don't think his, his leash is going to go on forever. Nope, I don't think it is. I don't. But that, you know, the pitching is the same thing, like we said. It's all dependent upon injuries and recovery. Yes, it is. So I think the last uh, the last thing we could touch on is the, the, the new rules that we've been seeing in play with spring training. Uh, there are no changes in the coaching staff really this year, are there? Uh, there might be a one change, but I, I can't, I can't uh, recall for sure who no, it would be. No, I can't either. Another guy that has been on the team, he's coming once again coming off an injury. Is Danny Coolum, who I think last year before he got hurt was actually pitching pretty well, wasn't he? Yes, he was pitching pretty well, but he's right now. Right now, he's not projected no. to be on the on the roster. No, but he's a, he's 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 a non roster player right now, so. We will we will see how that works out. Yeah, we will. So anyway, rules changes. The, uh, I guess the rule that stands out to me, Dad, is the uh, pitch clock. The 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 uh, pitcher only is allowed fifteen seconds uh, be, between pitches. Uh, if the runner is on base, I believe it's twenty. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, 19 to 20 seconds. And then if, if I know the batter has to be facing the, the pitcher with eight seconds left on the clock uh, before his at-bat. Yep. And any of those violations, uh, either by the batter or the pitcher, will result in a strike if the uh, batter creates you know does the violation or it's a ball the pitcher does a violation okay and even even in our rule kind of ties into the pitcher he only control twice during a bat to a well i'm sure it resets when he steals to the next you know to the next base but yep. but he can only Throw to like first base twice. I mean, if he throws to first base a third time and does not get the runner, the runner is automatically given second base hmm. Hmm. or whatever it may be, you know, third base, whatever. And then another rule is for having bigger bases. I think the bases are now 18 inches. Now, 
the the ninety feet dip the ninety feet difference uh not difference the ninety feet distance is reference to the distance speed between the back corners of the bases so like from first to second to from second to third but the running distance between the bases is like three whatever three or like uh three inches shorter or something like that and they're saying the reason why we have the, the uh, bigger bases is to uh to uh women women via injuries and but here's another rule they they also have banned the uh extreme shifting although you can still bring in an outfielder to be your fifth infielder you know that's you always could in the past too although rarely did it ever happen yeah, really bad ever happened, but now you have to have two players on either side of second base in the infield dirt. You can't do the like the, the, the Ted Williams shift or whatever in the infield. Yep. Where you have three run three three uh base runners I'm not base runners, uh three players on one side of the field or the other. What do you what do you what are your thoughts on the rules? Well, the thing with the pitching and stuff, I mean if I would prefer to go the pitching and that time clock and all that stuff. I understand what they're trying to do, but it just seems like, and maybe after a while when people start getting used to it, you won't even pay any attention to it anymore. Nope. It's going to take some getting used to it to start with. You know, if you're only going to take off five to ten minutes off the game, does it really make any difference? I don't think it does. Yeah, and I've heard too that, like, the minor leagues is taking off, like, 15, somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 to maybe a half hour sometimes off the time of games. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see what it's like in the major leagues. As far as the shift thing, I, I you know, the shift thing I understand was because so many guys have never learned how to hit the ball to the other field, and they don't use the bunt anymore because apparently big league ball players don't know how to bunt, which in my mind is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know if Billy Martin would have liked it. No, a lot of people probably wouldn't have. Tom Kelly certainly would not have. You know, but see, I think the part of the issue, Dad, is. They are gravitating. They are gravitating to the skill set that the players don't have anymore. And I just wonder. Of all, I've been hearing reports about some of these uh, players that haven't coming up and like the Kansas City. Like they know, like they can steal bases. They know how to bunt and stuff like that. And part of maybe because of these rules we're using the minor leagues. But I just wonder the reason why they did all these new rules because they are. They know that the skill set is not there. And the other thing, too, Des, they're trying to get more action into the game. I'm sure of that. And I and we have seen that, too, in spring training games. You know, we have seen more runs scored. We have seen, and, and I've noticed, too, some of the innings go by so quick that, you know, it, it's not like they drag on and on as much as we used to. Well, we're having some, some innings, Dad. was like, yeah, this is, getting, this is getting a little longer. But I have yet to, to witness... Very many twin spring training games that go over three hours. Like yeah. yesterday, the, the game you and I were were uh, listening to or whatever watching that one that one seemed to be over at about two thirty. Yeah, might have been a little bit before that, but yeah, well, we'll see how it works out once once the regular season starts with all the regular playing players playing on a more regular basis still and regular pitchers pitching. It's hard to tell. I mean, I'd probably cut a little bit of time off the game. If it doesn't, they made a big mistake. 
Um, I don't know if they would have tried if it didn't work in a minor leagues, Dad, and I've heard reports minor leagues it has cut off the time of games. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Major League Baseball players are, creature, are creatures of habit, and we'll see how that impacts them. I, I know you've said, too, Dad, that value of shift may benefit Max Kepler. It might. It's, you know, we'll see how it, how it all works out. Teams are not going to bring an outfielder into the infield very often because it's too, if somebody hits a ball in, in between outfielders, it's a disaster. Anybody with any speed at all is probably going to get an inside-the-park home run. So, Oh, yeah. Usually when that ever would happen in the past was at the end of a game where a team was, you know, in deep trouble and they needed a ball to be stopped in the infield, and then they maybe would bring an outfielder in. Because the ball went into the outfield on a sack on a fly, the run was scored anyway. So, um, you know, it seems like a lot of times you you see this happening with the bases loaded. Yeah, where we're bringing out bringing out here and we're hoping to get the guy out at the plate. Yeah, yeah. So, and by the way, they're they're it's like they're gonna keep the ghost runner going forward. Yeah, that that rule. I wish they'd get rid of that and. If they play double headers, I do not like seven inning double headers either. The game, the game, like the seven innings at all. I don't know if they're doing that this year. I don't think they I are. I can't remember. I think they are, but I don't know for sure. Now, there's not any scheduled double headers anyway to start the year, are there? No, no. Although did last year they had some, didn't they? Yeah, they did because of the labor shortage. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. I mean, not the the uh, work stoppage. Yeah. So if they had to schedule some double headers, nowhere to make it. In order to make the schedule work. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, I think that about covers it for this episode, doesn't it? Yeah. I think, you know, as, as the spring continues on, although now they have been somewhat of an interruption because of the World Baseball Classic, but... Well, for some players. Some um, the, the Twins have was a 12, but a lot of them are minor league guys, aren't they? Yep, the only regulars I know up top of my head that are going to uh, participate in the World Baseball Classic are Christian Vasquez, Christian Vasquez, and Pablo Lopez is too, isn't he? Pablo Lopez, yes. Yeah, is that it? I believe that's it. Okay. I don't know of any other regulars on the Twins who will be in the yeah in the right. World Baseball Classic. And you know what? You and I don't even follow it, do we? Not really. I don't I don't quite understand the whole thing as far as like doing this when spring training is going on, but you just hope none of your players get hurt if they're playing in it. No. And you know what? I I don't know I, I just wonder if baseball's trying to say, well, we're like the NHL. We have because I know they have the NHL classic every few years in the summertime. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't I just don't follow that closely. I might hear about it, but that's about it. Yep. Okay. That's 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 as far as it goes. All right. So, all right. Well, it was nice getting back in the studio again and watching this new podcast, wasn't it, Dad? Yep, sure was, yep. We just, I don't know, we just kind of had, uh, we just had too much going on. I don't know. Just, we just needed a little break from uh, recording podcasts. So we're going to see how this goes going forward, and uh, hopefully we have a nice season to follow. Yep. We'll have to get some snow melted here. Oh, yeah, it, it snowed pretty good last night. I think it was, uh, what would you say, five, six inches? Yep, and it's supposed to snow, what is it, eight to 12 or something here in a couple of days, too, again. That's what we're saying. Yep, and whether it does or not, who knows. All right, well, thanks for joining me here in studio tonight, Dad. Yep, you bet. See you next time. All right, so we're going to 
yeah, so we're going to wrap this up here. We'll, we'll probably record an episode barring a change of plans uh, around opening day, uh, but stay tuned. In the meantime, I'm going to get the uh, podcast submitted to the various podcasting platforms, and uh, when you find my show on them, or if you uh, have posted the RSS, if you put the RSS feed in your podcasting platform of choice, you know, you can subscribe to it that way in the meantime. But until I get the uh, podcast submitted to Apple and Google and all the other podcasting platforms I can get into, just uh, put the RSS feed in your podcast app of choice. So, anyway, um, if you'd like to contact the show, you can uh, email the show. The address will be min- will be mn twins chat the number 48 at gmail.com that's mn twins chat 48 at gmail.com and uh and I'm, uh, I'm not sure what we're gonna do how we're gonna utilize the email yet but maybe uh maybe we'll do some some uh questions during the show we'll we'll just play by ear and see what happens but other than that um, just subscribe to however you found this podcast and uh, just uh, stay tuned for more episodes coming. For my dad, his name is Craig Larson. I am Troy Larson. So on, everybody. <laughs>